0: Season 5, episode 13. Here we are, the weekend episode with, um, yeah, some real, I'm I very wound up insane Florida nephew. That's for sure. He's, um, I think he's going stir crazy because he's still on paternity leave. And all he's doing is, you know, um, putzing around the house with his, uh, you know, Mrs. Poncho and his uh, <clears throat> two Ponchitos. And uh, he's not doing manly stuff. So he's, I think he's, I think he's just going insane. I mean, he, he needs to get out and work. And you can tell he was like pent up, all this pent up energy. So it should be a pretty exciting episode this week of Stupidity.
1: He's given a piece of his mind to so many people, it's a wonder he's got a mind left. It's insane Eric Lane's
0: stupid world. It's a great stupid world and we're kinda crazy as it turns around. Great, stupid, great, stupid world.
1: Bringing a voice of sanity in our insane world, or a voice of stupidity in our intellectual world, here's the host of this stupid world. Eric
0: Lane. Well, welcome to my stupid world. I'm insane, Eric Lane. I'm feeling particularly insane today and this week. Yes. <laughs> and uh, it's going to be another insane episode for you. And I hope you give it a five-star rating because this is five-star stupidity. What can I say? All right. And uh, rate and review the podcast because um helps to do, you know show up really well in those searches because you know somebody's out there searching for stupidity. And subscribe if you haven't done so, okay? You don't want to miss any stupidity coming up here. And, of course, um, you've got to stick around for my insane Florida nephew coming up in the next segment because we've got some great Florida stupidity coming for your way, too. But nothing is more stupid than when a stupid criminal does something really stupid and then karma comes into play. Just think of the worst possible thing that somebody could steal, Okay, you got that firmly in your mind? Because I bet this is going to top it. Somebody stole a shop vac in Philadelphia from a truck owned by a beekeeper with hundreds of hornets inside. (laughs) The truck kit was happening to be in belonged to a guy by the name of Don Shump. Don owns a pest control business called the Philadelphia Bee Company. Well, he just removed a hornet's nest from somebody's property, see. So he used the shop vac to suck up a bunch of them. His company relocates honeybees and bumblebees, see, and often uses them to make honey to sell in the Philadelphia area. Well, the hornet sends out the vacuum. These aren't your uh, garden variety hornets. These are large ones, and they can be very aggressive, especially if they've just got sucked up into a vacuum cleaner. Don also said the nest inside the stolen shop vac could also produce hundreds more this fall. Well, here's Don and uh, the bad news that he basically relayed to the thief. Whoever it was that, that grabbed this grabbed a shop vac that was filled with several hundred hornets, and not just the workers, they had a preponderance of queens. I've joked for years that, you know, I don't need to lock my vehicle. And the bees and wasps afford a certain degree of a a, a bit of a safety net. Yeah, this is one where of all the vacuums in all the trucks that they could have grabbed, I think they grabbed the wrong one. He posted on Facebook warning the thief about what they um, inadvertently got when they stole his shop vac. He says, to the poor soul that lifted the shop vac out of the back of my truck, I wanted to give you a heads up. The vacuum was there because it was full of European hornet queens, the largest social stinging insects in the eastern U.S. I performed the removal of their nest. Those girls should be full of life and extra spicy. I anxiously await your unboxing video. Yeah, the only critter on Earth with a worse attitude than a pissed-off wasp that has recently been sucked up forcefully by a shot-back. Probably a wife whose vibrator dies before it finishes its job. (laughs) I don't even trust my shot-back to completely suck up a ball of sawdust, much less angry, stinging, flying spawns of Satan, you know? (laughs) Oh, that would be... I'd love to be a fly on the wall when those hornets took off, you know? Oh, well. Nothing like getting stung thousands of times by European queen hornets. Unless, of course, eating Carolina Reaper peppers. Yeah, well, by the way, they're going to be having a big pepper festival in in central PA here coming up soon. And the whole idea is eating hot peppers. But maybe they should invite this guy from Canada. This Canadian man ate 50 of some of the world's hottest chili peppers and broke a Guinness record. But then he goes on to eat 85 more. I guess he wants to ensure he does not get dethroned. A vegan speed eater, Mike Jack, took on the Guinness World Record for the fastest time to eat 50 Carolina Reapers. They're hundreds of times hotter than the jalapenos you might enjoy. By the way, they're an average of 1.64 million Scoville heat units in case you're interested in the actual unit of measure. But Jack polished off his 50th pepper with a time of 6 minutes and 49.2 seconds. But once his record attempt was over, he kept on eating until he reached a total of 135. Must have a stomach of cast iron. The number earned him the number two spot on the League of Fire Reaper Challenge leaderboard, which tracks attempts to eat the most peppers in a single setting. Jack said he has built up a tolerance to spicy food over the last 20 years, but he still feels discomfort i mean who wouldn't the initial shock of spiciness is intense he says the second one doesn't seem as bad but each one after that gets hotter and hotter as the peppers touch new places in your mouth (laughs) and his esophagus and his stomach and his intestines and his rectum (laughs) well the he said the mouth pain is nothing compared to the stomach discomfort Mm -hmm. he said he gets bad cramps obviously he said, it feels like someone is squeezing and twisting my guts. Your mind is telling you to stop it. You have to convince yourself to keep pushing through. I guess you have to convince yourself to keep pushing through when the stuff comes out in the end also. Yeah, and the next day this poor guy's toilet was probably lit up like a Christmas tree. I- I'll never hear the end of this, but I guess that's just because he's vegan and he's got to tell everybody 100,000 times. <laughs> oh, I definitely don't want to be his gallbladder. That's for sure. Well, imagine trying to poop out 135 Carolina Reapers. Well, maybe if you're a 75-year-old man trying to steal a rob a boat, that might be a pretty funny thing because this guy in Florida didn't take anything after he rummaged through this dock boat but left behind his poop. His name is Michael Paul Wearsbicki. Yes, Mr. Wearsbicki Sr. was seen on surveillance Getting onto this boat in the pre-dawn hours while the owners slept, uh, the Punta Gorda Police Department reported in their police report, after they were called to the scene of a reported burglary at the Lashley Park Marina officers say, the victim told them an older man was caught on their boat's cameras rifling through their belongings. Police confirmed the, videos accus- the victim's accusations and reviewed the supposed footage and The boat owner then tells the cops that the suspect uh, then dropped a loaf on the boat and the dock during his burglary. Uh, And uh, confirmed when officers then they saw the security footage. Imagine watching the security footage, watching a guy take a dump on the boat and the dock. The victim also pointed out that the suspected burglar, which is where's Bicky, was still at the crime scene and was sitting on one of the benches at the marina. He was arrested and taken to the Charlotte County Jail where he could use the real toilet. While Wiersbicki was a jail, officer said then they'd received another call about a previous burglary of an unoccupied car a few blocks from the marina. And when they got there, officers met another victim who said that their items had been stolen. The described items that were stolen were all in Wiersbicki's possession when he was arrested for the boat burglary. 75-year-old man now faces two counts of unarmed burglary of an occupied conveyance and one count of theft in the first degree. Of course, he was... Going number two in your boat. I mean, after all, they don't call it the poop deck for nothing, right? Of course, it might have been low tide, you might think, but I'm sure that's not why it smelled awful out there. (sighs) Well, definitely ruffled a few feathers when you take a crap on someone's boat, right? But nothing like the feathers that were ruffled when uh, police got into it um, with the fight over chickens, that was roaming a street in Florida. The Lee County Sheriff's Office arrested 65-year-old Robert Douglas Barasa and 43-year-old Dashiel Lasada Gonzalez after a big fight broke out on a Fort Myers beach. Now, according to the NBC affiliate WBBH, the men started uh, yelling and then the situation escalated into a physical altercation. Neighbors said the chickens have been roaming their Fort Myers neighborhoods for weeks some even leave some food and water for the chickens. Others clearly aren't as welcoming to the fowl birds. The video shows officials taking three chickens away from the area where they were uh, egg-escorted into a Lee County Domestic Animal Services van. Um, the Sheriff's Department said in a Facebook post, we're guessing taking a right to jail over chickens isn't all it's cracked up to be. Both men were arrested for one count of misdemeanor battery. And uh, probably not good at playing chicken either. Well, going after chickens is probably interesting, but going after phantom thieves might be something else. Just imagine being this hammered. Police in Simi Valley, California, responded to a uh, suspicious incident where somebody rang someone's doorbell, then hid in the bushes. There's a name for that that I can't really say, but I think we know what I'm talking about. But when the officers got there, they heard gunshots and saw somebody crawling around in the foliage. Well, they grabbed the guy and found out he was a 63-year-old man named Gary Laskowski who lived nearby. And he tells the cops there were intruders in his home and he exchanged gunfire with them. Well, it turns out Gary was just super drunk. There were no intruders, obviously, but the police did see evidence that Gary had fired many rounds inside and outside of his house when he was apparently uh, shooting at those phantom intruders. Fortunately, nobody was hurt, but Gary got charged with gross negligence discharging of a firearm. (laughs) Uh, Maybe next time he should try using phantom bullets. Probably a lot safer. Yeah, I, I, all, all this stuff happens when people are drunk, you know, pooping on the poop deck and shooting at phantom uh, thieves or whatever. Well, here's another um, inebriated criminal in Wisconsin where a woman there is accused of driving under the influence, getting into an accident, and then drinking a hard seltzer at a gas station after the accident happened. Cell phone video shot by one of the crash victims shows this 55-year-old woman grabbing a can out of a cooler inside a nearby gas station as the victim is heard saying, so why are you trying to buy more alcohol after you hit my car? Her <laughs> truck plows into this SUV causing a chain reaction involving four vehicles. There was no serious injuries, thankfully. But by the time the cops got there, she could be seen on the video walking outside with a cocktail she had just taken. Didn't pay for it and she was chugging it out next to the gas pumps. The victim is her telling police, now she's okay, she went in there and got more liquor. Well, here's the victim of the crash confronting the DUI suspect, Michelle Miller, as she grabs a hard drink and chugs it after the accident that she caused. So why are you trying to buy more alcohol after you done hit
1: my car? Can you not stop her reason a four car accident outside your thing? You
0: can't drink that in here.
1: She just literally just had a four-car accident outside your establishment. The cops are outside already. You see
0: them? After she's seen collapsing on a patch of grass, she was then treated for minor injuries and then arrested. And she was charged with operating a motor vehicle while under the influence, which is a fourth offense. She also was charged with retail theft for taking the canned cocktail of Smirnoff Ice Smash Red. (laughs) Of course, she was pretty smashed herself. Yeah, I mean, people do crazy things when they get, inebriated but the best of course is what you see the most in florida are drunk guys on lawnmowers like the 59 year old beer drinker driving his lawn tractor along us 27 441 who got himself arrested on a drunk driving charge His name is Charlie Benny Harmon of Fruitland Park. He was riding his orange Kubota lawn tractor at about 8.30 at night with no lights on whatsoever, according to the arrest report from the Fruitland Park Police Department. During a traffic stop in the parking lot of Fruitland Park Trailers, a trailer court which is perfect for Florida, the officer noted a tall can of beer in the cup holder in the Kubota tractor. There were three more cans of beer contained within the mower. Harmon said... He had a valid license and could have driven a car, but uh, preferred to drive his lawn tractor. He said he'd been grilling but ran out of beer, so he was just heading to the store to get more beer. Harmon initially agreed to take part in a field sobriety exercise, but he then changed his mind and declared he was unfit to take part in the exercises requiring walking or balance. Well, he got arrested, by the way, back uh, several years ago, back in 2006, on a drunk driving charge. He refused to provide a breath sample. He was arrested now on charges of driving under the influence and refusal to submit a breath test and booked into the Lake County Jail and was released after he paid a $3,000 bond. Of course, in Florida, you know, if you're drunk and even breathe within 50 feet of a car, a cop will be there within 32 seconds and will find a reason to give you a DUI. I mean, no state in the union can say they support freedom if you can't drive a three-horsepower Kubota lawn tractor to a 7-Eleven for more natty light. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, keeping it in Florida, um, I'm not sure if uh, alcohol was involved in this or not, but there was a turtle involved. This Florida man was arrested because he was caught illegally keeping a threatened tortoise species in a five-gallon bucket in his home, according to the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. Edric Akers was arrested and charged with possession of a gopher tortoise and resisting arrest without violence and possession of marijuana. Well, it wasn't alcohol, but it was close. An FWC officer was dispatched to Acres Home in Eustis, Florida, after receiving a report that somebody was in possession of a possible gopher tortoise. You don't want your neighbor spying on your turtle, that's for sure. In Florida, gopher tortoises, you know, are listed as threatened, meaning that they're protected by state law, and permits are required before capturing or even relocating this species of reptile. The officer spoke with the 53-year-old man who said he did have a tortoise in his apartment. He then showed the officer the gopher tortoise which was being kept in this five gallon bucket now the fwc took possession of the gopher tortoise to return it to the wild and while the officer was doing the paperwork in his truck he told acres to stay seated in a chair but when the officer returned acres was gone there was a man's mom that said he went down the street to a corner store to about a block away where he was eventually located and then put under arrest. And during his arrest, the officer found a small bag of leafy green substance, which probably was not romaine. He's held on a $2,500 bond, but since it's been released, this guy definitely had a huge turtle head poking out <clears throat> uh, the illegal kind. Not the, I need a bathroom immediately kind, okay? And that's not exactly what you'd expect to find in a Florida man's bucket. Yeah, I mean, where's the alligator babies? (laughs) You know? And this is so great. I love when truckers do dumb things as well. And especially when it involves misjudging Uh, measurements, you might say. Yeah, this vehicle was towing a $30 million helicopter and got that sucker wedged on Range Avenue in Denham Springs, Louisiana, after the top of that aircraft inadvertently rammed into the I-12 overpass. Photographs showing the helicopter on top of a towing trailer wedged under the overpass. It appeared the craft's rotor collided with a support beam on the underneath side of the bridge. The bridge passes at 15 feet above the roadway, according to the signage north and south of the span. Technical specifications for the helicopter indicate that its body is 15 and a half feet tall. Range Avenue was fully reopened after the helicopter was removed. The, uh, DOTD says that there is no indication the bridge itself sustained any structural damage so that the interstate would not be impacted. The Denham Springs Police Department said the 56-year-old driver Miguel Rodriguez worked for a Texas-based trucking company, International Machine Transport, so he got ticketed for careless operation. Police added that the cargo was being transported from Georgia to Lafayette, Louisiana. Now, while officials have not released the details of the aircraft involved, it did appear to resemble a Sikorsky S-92, fresh from the production line. By the way, the price tag for one of them babies, nearly $30 million. I'll tell you, for what, maybe six inches? That was a pretty expensive accident. Well, going back to chickens... This was great because it involves an Arkansas police officer's body camera, which was active in recording when he showed up on a call and ended up in a foot pursuit with a chicken accused of trespassing. He is with the Jonesboro Police Department. He's Officer Nathan Swindle. He responded to the home of Tia Delaney. She reported this chicken was on her front porch and wouldn't leave. Hmm, that's nothing. You don't want to be harassed by a chicken, that's for sure. Swindle arrived at the scene and ended up chasing the fowl through the apartment's building parking lot for about four minutes. He says, I was trying to shoo it off a little bit and then it took off. So I was like, man, I got to catch it. So I immediately started running. This is what Swindle was telling uh, KAIT TV. The Jonesboro Police Department shared the photos of the chase on Facebook and the body cam video of the pursuit also was released. Well, here's the audio from that video of the cop there in Jonesboro trying to wrangle that chicken that kept eluding his grasp. Yeah, that's a chicken. And if it was a rooster, I ain't touching it. I got bad look at Come on, now get on, get him, get on. Get. Get
1: Come, on <laughs> Come here now.
0: Boy, don't pick me. Got it. <laughs> You know how hard it is sometimes to choke the chicken, you know? (laughs) Swindle said his fellow officers have now given him the nickname Rooster. (laughs) Police were called because this obstinate hen was blocking the front door. Must have been a pretty big hen. Wow. Well, at least it wasn't a zombie chicken. Now, people that walk around staring at their phones, sometimes they're called smartphone zombies, right? Well... Haven't seen any real zombies yet, but a 30-year-old guy named Austin Geiger is facing charges whenever he broke into a Border Patrol office in Washington State and stole supplies because he thought he was in the middle of a zombie apocalypse. Now, it's not clear if he was on drugs or what, but he does have a long rap sheet full of felonies like a drive-by shooting two years ago. Several months ago, he got inside a Border Patrol office near the Canadian border and took a gun, an ammo, bulletproof vests, pepper spray, and a radio A Border Patrol agent found him in an office around one in the morning after the alarm went off. So when they got there, he was wearing the body armor and an official Border Patrol jacket. He told him he was gathering supplies to protect himself because he thought a zombie apocalypse had hit. He's facing charges now for theft of government property and unlawful possession of ammunition, but still no zombies. Um, Maybe some of these people just need like a support animal to get them through stuff in life, you know? But nothing like a Phillies fan, with his emotional support animal. It was an alligator named Wally Gator. And, uh, well, the fan and Wally Gator were not permitted to enter to watch a Philadelphia-Pittsburgh baseball game. Social media posts showed the Gator on a leash with a harness with his name on it outside the stadium there in the city of brotherly love. Wally Gator is a working emotional support alligator and it's owned by the owner, Joey Henney, of Jonestown, Pennsylvania. The reptile has this big presence on Instagram and TikTok. Must be a big internet influencer. Citizens Bank Park's policy on support animals is posted on the Philly's official website saying, guide dogs, service animals, or service animals in training are welcome. All other animals are prohibited. Well, Henney spoke to the Philadelphia Inquirer Uh, last year and said Wally Gator helps him battle depression. Yeah, but he gives everybody else depression, that's for sure. And he says that Wally Gator likes to give hugs. Or maybe it's uh, just Joey that likes to give hugs to his gator. Anyway, he said that the gator has never bitten anyone. Yet. (laughs) Well, you know, when thieves get out there and try to steal stuff, usually you would think it was of some great value. Well, this was $10,000 worth of value in garbage bags. Police are investigating the incident where this truck was stolen that contained the hefty garbage bags. According to the East Union Township Police, about 9.45 at night, officers received this report of a truck and a trailer that were stolen from uh, an industrial park on Green Mountain Road. Police say that a calamar ottawa truck tractor was stolen from the property that contained hefty uh, these 42 gallon hefty contractor bags and they went through more investigations to find the suspect left the truck and stole eight pallets worth of the pr- uh, product which was valued at ten thousand bucks and put it on a different box truck <laughs> you know times are pretty hard when people are blindly stealing garbage bags Although I'm not the smartest guy in the world, I know, I'll admit, but I bet there's a Facebook marketplace ad right now trying to sell these things, huh? What do you want to think? Yeah, well, you know, if you're in the midst of a theft and you leave your phone, you know, you probably just want to maybe work on finding a new phone. Uh, that didn't happen in this case, where one of two women who allegedly shoplift from a California nail supply store came back to the business a few minutes later and demanded her cell phone, which she had dropped, <laughs> according to police. The store owner offered to exchange her electronic device, which uh, Miretta police said that had the suspect's California driver's license and credit card inside the case for the stolen goods. But the suspect allegedly assaulted him prior to leaving a second time. The incident unfolded just after noontime. The event was caught on the Premier Nail Supplies surveillance camera, and the video was shared with Fox 11 Los Angeles. Now, this alleged assault uh, turned the theft of about $600 in merchandise, less than the value of the phone itself, according to police, into a robbery charge. The store owner suffered minor injuries after being thrown to the ground by one of the suspects. The two suspects, who police identified through Fox News Digital as 24-year-old Kadriana Hall and 19-year-old Serendi Banks, left the scene in a black vehicle. They were contacted by police minutes later whenever they were still sitting in the car outside their home about a mile away from the store. Police say the stolen merchandise was in plain sight inside the vehicle. Both women were then taken to jail and then released later on $5,000 bail. You know, when I read about people this bad at being criminals, it just makes me really wonder how they made it past that weird phase in life. You know, when you're about three or four years old and you want to shove everything into an electrical outlet. You know, the day I wake up willing to catch a charge for some fingernail supplies is the day one of y'all need to take me back out to uh, an old yeller my butt, okay? Dumb. You know I'm open to talk about anything, but love talking about surviving and the stupidity that's always around us. If you're insane enough to ask, I'm insane enough to reply. I'd love to hear from you, either by leaving a voice message or a written message. You can do that at podcast.insaneericlane.com. Leave any comment that you have from a podcast to a question, and I'll be happy to address either one your question or comment just might be played and or talked about in a future episode. And if you or someone you know would like to join in on a podcast, you're more than welcome to participate. If you have the Spotify for Podcasters app on your phone, you can do just that. It's as simple as a phone call. Just download the app at your favorite app store and add the podcast here to your favorites. You can also email me with comments, questions, requests at shoutout at insaneericlane.com. Of course, you can also subscribe to the podcast if you listen on Apple, iHeart, Breakers, Google, Verbo, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Spotify, or any other podcast platform. And don't forget to follow me on Facebook or Twitter at Insane Eric Lane. how is uh, the the uh, paternity leave coming along for you?
1: It, it feels like it's endless. Um, and, and, you know, the funny thing, you think it's going great, and it is going great. But I'm learning something about myself. something <laughs> that I think I've already known. Okay. I, I'm a happier person when I've got, like, a job or a project or something. Is that um, right? I am. I, when I, whenever I, I don't, like, each day kind of is, like, the same thing. And then the same thing. And you're like, all right, you get up. And then, like I'm ready to go. I'm like, what do we need to get done? What do we need to do? And then and then, you know, Mrs. Pontius is like, Oh, well, I'm gonna sleep in a little bit because she's having to get up more at night. Uh uh-huh. I'm like, all right, that's fine. I'll cover it in the morning. And then and then like after like, you know, then she gets up I'm like, All right, I need to eat breakfast and I need I need to get makeup on. Oh, but before I do that, like, I gotta go feed the baby again. <laughs> and then as soon enough it's like noon and we haven't been we've been trying to get out of the house for three hours, but oh. but like it's now noon and, and I've I've basically given up on anything. I'm like, all right, that's it. I've, I've I've decided we're not doing anything today. There, all of my motivation has been sapped. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Uh, so I was thrilled this week to uh, have the opportunity to replace my brake pads in the driveway. Oh, and, no. uh I I know how to do brake pads now, and I was and just having a job felt really good. I know it's wow. a job to do dishes and watch after a three year old, but it's, it's not the same. <laughs> I don't know. It's not the same. I'm a man,
0: damn it! Yeah, it's right. You're a man. You gotta be. <laughs> <a man>. No. <laughs> come on. Well, I mean, now you you said you're going out to get like family baby pictures also this week.
1: Oh yeah, well, going in uh, for them because uh, yeah. it turns out pictures are expensive. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, and if you want to get pictures on sale, it's because you're going to pay still 300 bucks, but you only get like seven <laughs> pictures. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe you want to spend 500 to get like, you know, 20 or something. Um, so yeah, we just got your yeah. sister, or my mom, uh, over here Yeah, and, uh, she was taking some pictures. I took a few too, and we got some of this baby, baby, little, yeah. bro- uh, big and little brother, mom and baby mom and her, <laughs> her two boys and uh, nice. mom and her, her, uh, to well actually i, I we, we didn't really give birth to a, a baby boy this time we gave birth to a baby man ah, so i guess there are three uh,
0: men i he's see. A, i see.
1: He's, now, he's, did, he's, did, he's a big
0: one i mean does uh, does the uh, does the little, the little the older pancho or panchito does he tend to pose well for pictures or do you have to like bribe him
1: surprisingly he did really well today wow um, no
0: Afterwards, we we did
1: decide because it went a little longer because we got ready really late. Um, yeah, that, that's the noon thing I mentioned. But yeah, um, <clears throat> yeah I, I gave him some um, some Trader Joe's pot, like spice pumpkin iced cookies <laughs> afterwards, <laughs> and um, and he's we basically give him the, the go ahead to watch as much Paw Patrol as his heart's oh, content. there you go,
0: handle. there uh, you go. So that's
1: what he's doing right now. <laughs>
0: I mean, for me, when you talked about going to get. You know, baby pictures or family pictures, it brought back like PTSD for me. You know. Because,
1: oh no, yeah. You know, I, I mean you've got the funniest
0: looking baby pictures, You're a funny looking kid. I was definitely. But, but the thing about it is though, as a parent taking our kids for pictures, now we had one, the oldest one did pretty good because you know he was a poser like his father. But the the, the younger one oh, oh, was <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the younger one was definitely <laughs> interested in getting pictures taken. And it was like when the people at the Sears, you know, the local Sears, we'd go to Sears and get our pictures taken at the Sears photography. And <clears throat> when we would walk in, they like, Oh, it's that family. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> the poor photographer would try every trick in the book to try to get our youngest to try to stop crying and fussing and look at the camera. And he just did not want to, (laughs) you know, and even now, even now, even at at 21 years old, whenever mom tries to get a picture of her and him, he's got to make some goofy picture, goofy face or something, you know, it's carried on. I can see that.
1: (laughs) I can see that. Surprisingly, um, uh, our our youngest, the, the baby, he did great. I mean, like he was super happy. And then when he started to fuss, I I got him in an expert swaddle. Yeah. Mom, uh, my my wife trusts me with the
0: swaddling. Actually, uh,
1: <laughs> when it doesn't have velcro, uh, she says I'm better at it. Uh, so yeah. you know, I got something going for
0: me. So you are a professional swaddler. Is that what you're yeah. saying?
1: I, I could only use Velcro last time, but once you have a second, you're like, all right, Velcro, we don't need that anymore. We got this. So by, the, by the next one, I'll be swaddling two babies, one with each hand at the oh, same man. time or something. you um, ever tried duct tape, uh, maybe? Duct tape? Uh, stick them to the wall or something. That'd be a good Halloween thing, you know? <laughs> uh, swaddle them up uh, and, and with some fake cobwebs around them as well.
0: Stick them to the wall and get like a nice spider crawling down the wall. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be one. Yeah, that would be great. That would be fantastic. Well, speaking of babies, um, well, I have a new baby in my life. Um, grandchild number two came this week.
1: Congratulations!
0: Yes. Yeah, so yeah, the the grandchild number two is like uh, seven pounds, eleven ounces, and like twenty inches long. So happy, happy lane. Yes, yes. Well, and the best part about it is, you know, this is my oldest son and now he has two girls and they're both about basically the the, the girls are literally like almost exactly thirteen months apart. You Look know, so that. it's going to be a very interesting scene in about sixteen years.
1: <laughs> I know, yeah. I, I wonder who's gonna steal the other's boyfriend.
0: Oh, yeah. This is going to be fantastic. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to enjoy watching my, my son try to play Peacemaker yeah. between the two.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah. I, I will say it's a difference here because you, you went your son went straight to two girls. And is immediately the only man in the house. And my <laughs> wife is, and she's, she's such a feminine like person as well. She's surrounded by boys and she's the most desired person in the house by everybody. Oh, of um, course. You know, of course. everybody want, wants a piece of, of her. Um, and especially the, the kids, but I mean, I mean, even me too.
0: Um, well, what you need to do, see, is to get her phone sometime whenever she does, you know, maybe sleeping okay. or whatever. Okay. And then get that ringtone from the family guy of the kid going, mom, 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 mommy, mom, huh? mommy, mother, mother. And just have that for her ringtone when it rings so she can get used to it.
1: I, I'm just, I'm just biding my time until her, her, uh, next, I guess, well, OB appointment for the checkup. Because yeah. that's, <laughs> that's basically where she's either going to be given the green light, uh, we're gonna. I guess you could say uh, we'll we'll find out if Puxatani Phil is gonna have to go back into hiding for a little bit longer, <laughs> or, or if uh, spring is gonna come a little early. Um, and, uh, I've been I've been counting down the days. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> joking about it mostly. My wife laughs about it every time because you know I, oh. she laughs about everything I say. Um, but uh, yeah, true. no, it's it's unfair unfair yes. that, that the newborn gets all the goods
0: and, uh, yeah. and the yeah. dad's
1: left on the sidelines for, for uh,
0: <laughs> Well, uh, I that. mean if you can try for at least one girl, then it would at least kind of even things up with, somewhat
1: yeah, well, our hope is to have maybe two girls next, even it out, yeah. and uh, experience yeah. the best of both worlds. And I guess, consequently, the worst of both worlds as well.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, that'll be good. Now, see, uh, the thing I was talking to uh, my wife about, see, with my oldest son, he's going to have to really try. They want he, I think he told me they wanted to at least have three. So I said, okay, mm-hmm. your last shot, you need to get a boy so you can carry the family name.
1: I uh, all that right. Yeah. No. I mean, I, I. Yeah. Uh, I guess you got one more shot with your youngest, but you know, you might yeah, see that, that's might true. See your family name kind of fizzle out.
0: That's true. I mean, that would be. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure whether that would be a good thing or not. But, but we'll see. I, well, I'd like here's to think something. that the number of men
1: you have or boys has to deal with your own masculinity. But um, well, they, I don't. I don't know if science says anything about that. It might be more of a pseudo science thing. <laughs> That's true. Interesting. Well, you know,
0: it is the man that determines the gender. You know that. Uh, oh
1: yeah, yeah.
0: It's, I, it's look, the male.
1: Team. When I've only got Y chromosomes to give, then that's that's all you're going to get.
0: Yeah. So and that's the thing. I mean, it's like it, I, people don't realize that, but it, it is actually the male chromosome that determines the gender of the baby. So there you have it. It's the, the yeah. pressure's on.
1: It makes me think about all those like old English, like kings that had like wives and concubines killed because they couldn't produce an heir <laughs> or like a son. You know, and really, it's like God. King Henry VIII or whatever. I don't know. There's, <laughs> He's probably uh, one. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Um, oh,
1: I, I need to brush <laughs> up on my old English history.
0: Yes, yes. Well, hey, this is something I haven't even told you about yet, because it just kind of came about, but it's, it's possible that we might be getting an intern. Oh,
1: yeah. A it, podcast it, it, intern. In, the, in the podcast.
0: Yeah, in the podcast. There, oh, there's yeah. a
1: person
0: that's it's expressed an interest to, to do help out with the podcast. And so we're going to chat about it. So we might actually get an intern to help out with, uh, <laughs> with you.
1: <laughs> oh, this be might good.
0: be interesting. I, are, this we might gonna,
1: be. are we going to have someone like working a soundboard that they could throw in like uh, sound bites sound and effects. stuff? So, oh, sound effects. Oh, effect.
0: my gosh. Yeah. No, no. I think what, what this is, I think it may be just someone just kind of come in and just join in on the, the stupidity. You oh, know, that's because, always
1: fun. Um, I, I need to get myself a sound effects board. I, I would have uh, a very biased fun with that.
0: <laughs> I bet yeah. you could. You <laughs> can hit it every time you Every time you said the word dick, you could hit the button. <laughs> uh, Boing? <No>. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> but I don't know. I am at Add attention. Um, yeah. Uh, well, look, I'm glad. Um, I'm glad. Uh, hopefully you're having a good week. Uh, pictures yeah, turned out well. I, I'm happy about that. Pictures turned out very well. Last night, well, as, as we're getting ready for bed. Um, yeah. We, uh, you know, it, it's pretty late. We're, we're going to try to get, get the baby down <laughs> and everything. And, uh. And my wife, um, well, I, I start closing the blinds and I kind of feel like something get, get like heavy with the blinds. Like for a minute, I'm like, yeah, oh, something felt a little bit weird. I see like a blur out of the corner of my yeah. eye and I think, oh no, what, what was, did I see something? And I thought for a minute, oh my gosh, I think I know what this is. And, and all this happens in a second, like that I'm thinking. And then I hear my wife before I could say anything, be like, yeah. oh my gosh, there's a cockroach. And, um, yep. and so the, and yep. it must be a flying one because it landed pretty far on the bed, a <laughs> ways from the, uh, the, the window. And, um, and so, you know, naturally you're trying to go to bed and now you got a cockroach on your bed and like that becomes the <laughs> night. Um, luckily I got it out within a few minutes and, uh, oh, you know, I had to throw it out in a, um, and like, I grabbed, like, a red Solo cup and, and just kind of, like, yeah. smooshed it against the pillow wherever the, oh, the um, cockroach was. Thankfully, it was a decorative <laughs> pillow because my wife likes those because oh. um, she's a girl, right? Um, right, right, and, right. Uh, and so I'm just like, open the front door, and I just throw both the pillow and, <laughs> and the red Solo cup out together, and uh, oh, the, the thing wanders off, and, and uh, I grab the pillow again, and we're all good um so crisis averted uh my wife did say she had to sit downstairs while i caught it because she was afraid that she'd throw the baby up in the air if the thing jumped and started flying um because oh, she's got like a i think there's like two things that my wife is afraid of and i think it's cockroaches and sharks and so if you could <laughs> if we could get like a sci-fi channel movie of like a i don't know uh um a shark roach That's probably what they call it, right? A shark roach um, I think that, that that
0: would be the best thing I, I would love to watch that movie with her um, Well, you know, I mean the, the, I'd rather be a cockroach than an alligator I saw something here where there was not too long ago Another video of somebody in Florida That they had an alligator at their front door Climbing up their front door I don't know if you saw this or not But <laughs> it was a Yeah Yeah <laughs> But they're climbing up the front door, the front porch. They can't get it. I'm like, yeah, that really gives me the reason I want to move to Florida. You know, I just (laughs) (laughs) – Hey, look, you
1: you, you get much crazier people than the alligators uh, up where you are, I think. Um, (laughs) It's true. No, no, we've got –
0: we actually have a Philly. Philly uh, this was in the midweek uh, episode that just came out of the Philly fan. Did you see, the Philly fan that wanted to go to see the Phillies and the Pirates play at Citizens Bank Stadium, and he wanted to bring in his emotional support Gator, and they would let him in.
1: Yeah. See, look, you, you have the same people. This is even, that, that is even more evidence that Pennsylvania is the new Florida man. Um, <laughs> it's it's been a slow thing happening, but I think that that is a good sign yeah, but, that that we've reached,
0: we've reached the it, point. But, Well, everybody from Florida is moving to Pennsylvania. That's the problem. No, I don't buy that. I don't buy More people are moving to Florida than anything
1: Um, because of how good it is down here. We have it good. Uh, Even even though we have alligators, uh, most of them are pretty small. Right? they're not they're not all huge and sometimes they do get pretty big but it, it's not quite as often um, yeah. and, they still uh, have teeth and they still bite. they do yes they, that's true you, you don't want to walk up to an alligator I treat every snake like it's venomous ju- just in case yeah. I, you know uh, right. in, in, unless you know it's not but um, you, which actually you know, <laughs> I, I, I took my son out we, we got with some woods like a preserve right next to our house and uh, like a uh-huh. block away and so we were out walking in the woods one day um, maybe like a, a few weeks ago. And I almost stepped on a, on a snake. Uh, it was a small baby snake, but I looked down and I'm about to step on it. I'm like, whoa. So I jumped back. I actually kind of screamed for a minute. Not a high pitched <laughs> scream, just like a surprise, like, whoa, you know, kind of thing. Uh, and and I, I couldn't remember the rhyme. I just remembered, like, red and yellow kill a fellow, red and black. Venom lack and there's like a, a key word that I was missing in that. Um, oh yeah. Right. Cause I'm like this thing had red, yellow, and black. What, what is this like? And it's re- <laughs> if, 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 if red touches yellow, if it's red, then yellow on the snake, then that's going to be venomous. But if it's red touching black and then the yellow is, is smudged between the black on the snake, then it's good.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I think okay. that's what it was, but I'm working on memory. Um, so it must you have been like go- a, a scarlet king snake. If not, it was a coral snake, and it would have been venomous. So,
0: I don't, yeah. But I,
1: I don't think that was the case. But you, now, probably, you
0: probably needed to Google that to make sure.
1: I did. Oh, no, I know. I Googled it afterwards um, when I got home. But now, now my son will randomly start talking about red touches yellow. Uh, snake is bad. Red touches black. Snake is good. And I'm like, that's, oh. that's good.
0: He's already got it down. Like He's
1: better than I am at this already. Um,
0: so oh, I'm wow.
1: I'm the biggest, you're, raising
0: uh, a very, you're raising a very well-trained Florida man.
1: I know, yeah. I've I've gotten him into. I've been trying to get him into Bear Grylls, and he loves Bear Grylls now. <laughs> 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 ever, ever since they didn't they well, he's, I say this. He's watching Paw Patrol right now. He still loves it. But I, I found out like they hired some super lefty like person on Paw Patrol to try to put in like non-binary characters in the show, and I'm just yeah. like, yeah, that's dude, right. My kid, my son's like three. What are you doing? So. Yeah uh yep, yep. so that that week i was like you know what let's just see like a kind of subtly you know transition yeah. and my love some loves going outside so bear Grylls is perfect yeah. um i did well, have to fast forward through the scene where bear Grylls skinned a seal to wear as a suit wow. like a wetsuit of skill seal, wow. seal skin um and oh. a uh, like a cold water so we we at least Fast forward the part of the of the skinning. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, But it's, it's, still, it's still better than Paw Patrol. Yeah, well, I actually read the uh, the story about the uh, the the woke Paw Patrol <laughs> episode on one of the uh, uh, midweek episodes. I think.
1: Yeah, I yeah, so yeah. Uh, Bear girls. I'm like, let's do Bear Grylls. You'll be a man. Uh, he loves it. I'm going to try to continue yeah. to subtly push it, and eventually, I think he's going to not care about Paw Patrol as much. He's going to be all about Me. about Birdie Gregory uh, <laughs> uh, on the National <laughs> Geographic, like for animal stuff, and and, yeah. uh, and and it'll be about Bear Grylls for the other adventure. I, I hope this is, you- this is my hope.
0: Well, that's good. I mean, now have you got the sin plans? You know, for Panchito Number Two.
1: Uh, I mean, I, I I would hope so. Yeah, this is my my goal. Um, yeah. You gotta nice i got to make him nice outdoors, which I think it would work. They love being – well, I say they – my oldest loves being outdoors, so I think that's a good sign. Yeah.
0: Well, typically, you know, t- uh, when you have things like this, you got one kid gravitating to dad and one kid gravitating to mom. So you might have Panchito number two wanting to learn how to cook and, pl- and you know, keep house.
1: Oh, no. Well, you know, even even uh, my first son, my oldest, loves to do those things because he he's so young right now. He's, he's three and a half. So whatever he yeah. sees mom and dad doing, he, that's what, that's yeah. what he, he plays by mimicking the things he sees us. Uh, of course. Dude, he, he was excited to change uh, brake pads with me outside as well <laughs> it was so <laughs> excited to see the tires come off and and everything um and, and i will say like yeah. you know I, no project's easy like you think that you got so it you- and then i it turned out like we, i've got an anti-theft uh, lug nut that's completely round yeah. but it's got like a like a key on the inside basically that a shape yeah. uh, the key that goes in. i couldn't find the key uh and uh-huh. I, I finally found it in a different spot in the car but i had to go looking for that thing Finally got it, and then I, I get to the second brake pad on the, on the other tire, um, and, and like the the nuts or the uh, mm-hmm. or the bolt uh, yeah. that, that goes into the caliper, um, or like yeah. the caliper pin, I guess they're are uh, just um, stripped enough that my uh, my my socket is is just not catching it, you know. And and so I'm like, Oh great, now I've got this thing. So so like I had to put the tire back on and then the next day I went out to Napa, got some new caliper you know, pins, yeah. I guess, to get the, the correct right. bolt size for it. Um, and then right. I, I went out and got about six sided hexagonal sockets because mine were 12 sided and I, I had to use a, a metal, like a, a rubber mallet to just hammer it into the, the bolt, um, sure. just gradually. And that was enough to actually get it out. At least I had to figure out how to get it out of the socket after that. But,
0: um, yeah, so nothing's as easy as you think it's going to be, but, um, <laughs> you- Boy, it would be really cool, see, when you got little poncho out there helping you out. See, the, the thing that makes the, the, the dad part fun is when he's out there helping and your hands are all greasy, you take your hands and you just kind of caress his face and get his face really.
1: <laughs> oh, man, yeah, I thought about it. My hands were, I mean, they were, there was not a, 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 a light skinned part of my hand.
0: Right. Either see of them after after and the so breaks you, there it was you, you all do, covered. You, you caress his face, get his face nice and grimy. You both come walking in and show mommy what all you've been doing.
1: <laughs> I still have grime in, in the in like the different finger lines, I guess that you had. Oh, yeah. uh, oh yeah, those little fingerprints along your, your uh, fingers. Um, anyway, although, uh, small talk has gone on for way longer than normal. Um, it's just been <laughs> it's been a fun week,
0: I think, with that. Um,
1: uh, it, it, what were well, the they, podcast?
0: I don't know yeah, we're getting—we're actually getting garage doors put on now. So I'm actually going to have new garage doors. So, that, but I'm not doing it. We're, I'm paying somebody who knows what they're doing.
1: Yeah, a garage door might be worth having someone else do. I try to do my own stuff where I can, but there there is a certain wisdom that comes with knowing which things not to do yourself. Yeah, um, uh, yep. And but I, I have that a lot. I've actually got two oxygen sensors to put on my other car uh, when we hang up uh, the phone today. So. We'll, we'll see how that... Well, actually, I know that'll go easy. That'll be a lot easier than the brake pads, even. Um, oh, sure. Sure. So, um, yeah, welcome to the podcast. Uh, this is this is the podcast where we talk about stupid stories. Eric sends me a bunch of stories throughout the week. I kind of uh, pick through, um, you know, the, the ones I think are going to be the best, or usually the funniest or the most immature. And uh, Eric and I kind of spitball, I don't know, jokes off the top of our head uh, back and forth, and we fight to compete. <laughs> to see who has the best transitions between stories that's right Um, and uh yeah so we we kind of talked about alligators and and bugs and and, uh shark roaches um so and and i I think an alligator is kind of quintessential to the the pennsylvania or florida man at this point yeah
0: Um, absolutely
1: and I, i will say i will take this over a kidney um, so I think this is a much better option. Uh, there's a woman in Florida here that's facing charges after she stole a young alligator for a photo shoot and kept it in the bathtub in her hotel room. Um, nice. yeah. And what they didn't say was the, 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 the alligator was found in a, a bathtub full of ice and, a, some, some stitches and surgical scarring as well. Um,
0: uh, and uh, I'm, just,
1: I'm just kidding. Uh, the, the woman's name here is Madison Stefan uh, Stefan. She allegedly used used to work at a place called Croc Encounters in Tampa. She doesn't work there anymore, but she still had keys, so that's how she snuck inside. She told mm. officials that she was borrowing the alligator for a photo shoot when she that she was doing for her birthday. It's unclear what, what that entailed, but obviously it involved an alligator. The uh, <laughs> owner of Croc Encounters says she did not have permission to take the alligator, but they won't press charges for theft or trespassing. Here is uh, alligator expert Frank Robb talking about the allegations. There's a lot of permits in place and things that are put there, not just for your safety, but for the animal's safety and the, the safety of the, the public around you. It sounds like a, a pretty bad day for the uh, for the alligator. All they have to do is be fed one time or see something like that happening one time. And they're going to be drawn to people from here on out. That's just the the way they work. Still, you can't just have an alligator in a bathtub. So Madison was yeah. issued a notice to appear in court for possession of the animal. It's unclear what charges <sighs> or fines she might be facing. Um, yeah. I'm I wondering how she snuck it in. You know, like did the hotel attendant look up and they're just like, ah, "No, I'm I've had enough of this already." You know, and they just let them pass on through.
0: Yeah well, uh, she could have done it, but like the guy did trying to sneak into the Phillies game with his emotional support alligator he, he hit the gator in a, in a harness you know and was walking it like a dog you know oh, man and he named it Wally the Gator and he says he likes to give the gator hugs. Oh of course he does <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: yeah. And, he, and of course he says, but the gator's never bitten anyone and of course my response is yet
1: You, you, think, <laughs> you, know? you think that he sleeps with this gator? Like, I, uh, like, I, like like, like, freaky. Like, Does he get freaky with the gator?
0: I don't know. I, I know I that know. Uh, if he's sleeping with his gator, he's got more than one lizard in bed with him.
1: <laughs> you say hug it, but I'm like, is there any cuddling that happens with that thing, too? Yeah,
0: yeah I don't know that I want to cuddle with a gator. That's for it would, sure.
1: It would be a very Pennsylvania thing to do. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Well,
0: you know, that might be, I mean, true. This is, I mean, and they have been had, they've had gators found in Pennsylvania. There's they're they're finding what it is. People get these like baby gators as exotic pets. And then when they get so big that they just turn them loose and then they're finding them like in creeks and places around here, you know, but really, frankly, I think if you had a gator wearing fashionable underwear, that would be more of a Florida thing than a Pennsylvania thing. (laughs) It sounds more like a California thing. Well, that would be that too. True. There's a reason, but no, actually there is, you know, and, and you know, I've seen pictures, you know, in the catalogs of, you know, the various high end, uh, name brand underwear. I'm not really so sure. Why is it important that you have to get name brand underwear, but there is actually something that even tops this. Okay. And I can't, I think there's probably a reason why you won't see many guys wearing this kind of a waste <laughs> of money, but dudes would, uh, I think dudes would punish these things, but, um, There's a fashion brand called (laughs) Miu 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 is the name of it. They're selling what might be probably the most expensive pair of underwear I've ever seen. They're selling a pair of underwear for five thousand six hundred dollars. Yeah. So these things are made of silk and wool and like tons of sequins. I'm not sure I would want sequins on underwear because it gets caught in the hair.
1: You know yeah, I'm looking at a picture of it, and I think like this this looks really uncomfortable to oh, snuggle yeah. up against
0: uh, oh yeah, so, yeah yeah so even if you're even if you're rich, uh, it doesn't really make a lot of sense to drop that kind of cash on something people really wouldn't see, but here's the caveat: see wearing underwear as outerwear is popular with young kids nowadays, what <laughs> oh yeah. no. Yeah, I mean, it just tells me they just don't know how to get dressed, but no, they're actually we're, we're meant not to be like more... Superman wearing your tiny whities on the outside of your, your, your pants. No, right? no, no. The, so no, they're, they're putting on, they're, they're putting these on as outerwear. So they're meant to be kind of like the skimpy shorts for women, I guess. So if you wanted to drop that kind of cash, you know, that you'd be spending on maybe a used car, just for one pair of underwear, you can get them at miu And they come in two colors. We've got gold and pink. And somehow, somehow, both versions are nearly sold out. So that tells you, yes, that just tells you the caliber of people that is dropping that kind of money to put their underwear on the outside of their pants. It it definitely looks like a hand wash only kind of uh,
1: (laughs) kind of article of clothing. It almost doesn't even look like clothing. It looks more like, I don't know, sequins and metal uh, than anything else. Um, Lots of snagging, like you said,
0: I, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not even sure. What social functions you would want to wear those at in the first place? Um, yeah, I, I oh gosh, but look, if women could do it, I think that we should pick you up a pair uh, to, to no, wear um, out no, in public. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I, w- I was thinking about getting a pair as a joke from my from my wife, but <laughs> I think she'd be she'd be more upset at the fact that I spent five thousand dollars on a pair of underwear than she <laughs> underwear. would be.
1: I um, yeah, I, I mean, I think that you'd be fine with like the roughest set of burlap. That, that exists, <laughs> and you, you'd be a happy camper still. That's um, right. You know, I, I, I think that I think that uh, if we got this pair for you, you'd have to
0: wear one of your cutoff tees with it out. Well, that's right. That's well, of course. But let me tell you, some of the biggest arguments we've ever had as a couple is on when do I throw away my underwear. <laughs> when do I throw <laughs> That's
1: right. I um, you know, it's funny. We, we were even talking about that. Like Mrs. Poncho was just saying yesterday. She's like, some of these. I don't even remember how long I've gotten when we bought them, and and most of them were probably purchased before that her and I ever met. Which uh, yeah, you know, would be like seven years uh, at least. So yep. uh, she's yep. also in. Um, I guess the the need to kind of get some updated pairs. Uh, I'll have to exactly yeah. I'll, I'll have to pass this one along, I guess, and see what she thinks. Yeah, um, yeah. Though I think that if she saw that, she'd be like. I, I wouldn't be able to wear it under anything because, you know, th- there would be many, you know, she doesn't want like the line or the seam to show it, sure. she, if you can. And uh, you're going to see right. a lot of, um, it's going to look like you got a lot of warts and bumps, I guess, underneath here. Uh, <laughs> if you're wearing that, you know, um, underneath your <laughs> uh, clothes at least.
0: That's <laughs> true. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. But Hey, if you got that kind of money to drop, then, you know, why not? You know, yeah, like that's all I I to say. sure. I mean, uh, well,
1: it was, some people yeah. go shopping because it makes them feel a little bit better. It's how they, I guess you know cope and emotional <laughs> deal with things. Um, yeah, but, my mother was one of them. <laughs> you see, but I think uh, this underwear is probably more for. Well, you say younger people are the ones doing this, but I think that this would be like you know more like a millennial thing to shop, yeah. for expensive things or shop to kind of just comfort yourself. What you're seeing now with with some of the younger generations here is, uh, including some millennials actually though, is that they're buying toys for themselves as adults. To emotionally
0: cope with things. Instead. So this is this is different than adult toys. They're just a toy. That they're they're adults that are buying toys as opposed I, to buying adult toys. I'm
1: talking about like an emotional support
0: Barbie. Um, oh,
1: and, and this is in the wake of Margot Robbie's, uh, you know, and, and the folks behind the, the new Barbie movie. Um, as if they didn't rack up enough dough in theaters, they're making Mattel money as well. Uh, thanks to uh. adults who are feeling nostalgic and needy. Uh, <laughs> so so I, I guess that's the reason why they made Barbie as, I guess, what, um, raunchy and immature as they did. Because, yeah. uh, you know, a lot of that movie I don't think was really for kids. Um, right. We'll say. Uh, so yeah, there's, this, there's been this trend going around. and I, I guess it's similar. Like, you should have seen this coming. Because, you know, a year or two ago, we were talking about new um, adult Happy Meals at McDonald's. True. Right? That's right. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so this really isn't anything too new, but it's just more coming into fruition uh, a little bit yeah. more. There, there's been this trend going around on TikTok that sees grown men and women filming themselves, hitting up their local toy aisle and picking out new Barbie dolls for themselves. <laughs> all for the sake. And I, I, the men too, is what I don't understand. like, I, I, if I'm going to get anything, I'm going to buy myself a Lego or like a video game or, or a Nerf gun or, or something. Yeah. I, I can't wait. I, that's why I've been trying to get my son into Legos, but I think he's a little bit too young for, um, for, for the, for the oh, Legos, yeah. like the good Legos. Um, but, uh, Nerf guns, I can't wait until he gets into Nerf gun age because it's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. I'm going to enjoy that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I'm not going to be buying myself an action figure, you know, uh, that's a little childish. Um, but I guess the idea they're, they're all trying to like, this is all for the sake of fulfilling their inner child uh, and, and achieving emotional support. Um, huh. so, so I guess like, you know, you don't have to worry about bringing them into a, a sports stadium, like with an alligator on a leash. You could sneak a Barbie in there for sure, but I, I yeah. would take the alligator over the Barbie, I think. Um, but whatever, whatever happened to G.I.
0: Joe? You know, this kind of thing for guys.
1: Yeah, I, well, I mean, uh, I you know, I haven't really seen G.I. Joe out around now that I think about it.
0: Exactly, right, exactly.
1: It, it's this whole thing now, apparently, this whole, like, emotional support toy thing. It's in, in the wake of the movie coming out in the summer. Some people are buying themselves the dolls they never have that or, or gifting them to loved ones like parents who might have not had such toys growing up as kids. Uh, a psychology professor, Kristen Floral, she tells CNN, this is a good thing, as grown folks now feel comfortable not only reconnecting to their childhood, but also sharing that. And it seems wow. to be well-received on social media. Obviously, this lends itself to mental health, etc.
0: Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I- I don't know. I'm not so sure about that myself. Well, let me ask you this. I mean, what would you think if you walked in to see, you know, went to see your parents and you walked in and they were playing with Barbie dolls, you know, on, the, you know, that, that, that would have been, that, that I think I would need the emotional support.
1: <laughs> right. I, I, I would have rather have a memory of me walking in on my parents uh, having mommy, daddy's special time. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You know, I, I, but, I, was, I would also immediately lose all respect for my dad.
0: Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, I I mean, honestly, I think we're going backwards, frankly, you know, I mean, it's like. Where, where, where is society going now that adults feeling that they're get in touch with their inner child so they're going to buy the toy aisle and buying barbie dolls for each other
1: i've got i've got this theory here people because this has been going all, all around like i don't know different like media influencers and stuff people are just choosing like they don't want to get married right or they don't want to like have a relationship or or they well, they want to have open stuff nothing that's like you know going steady, I guess you'd call it, back in the day. Um, Oh, yeah. And, and like, to a degree, I kind of get some of it, because, like, people have gone crazy uh, a little bit, especially girls. Like, what guy's going to want to marry someone who, in a year, could take half of all their stuff and and leave? But um, the thing is, like, a divorce rate isn't 50-50 or whatever it is. You choose your partner, and you can choose someone where your odds are much better. Um, But Mm -hmm. people are waiting so long to get married, all the good girls get snatched up when they're young, because the good girls that want families, if that's what you're looking for as a guy, um, they want families. So they get married young because they want to start a family younger. So uh, if you're waiting for that, everyone says, wait, wait. But like, I think that all you're doing by waiting is reducing your odds and chances. Uh, and I think you're increasing the amount of baggage that you're going to get with, with the person oh, you need yeah. to find. But who uh, needs an emotional support like doll
0: or toy yeah. as an adult? When so, you've got a beautiful wife. So right. I don't I I, I, don't, I don't get it, you know. Um, I know, yeah. I know. And so adults are going out and buying Barbies in the meantime. I don't you know if you've seen this or not, but the, the big trend for Christmas this year, it's a new smartphone controlled artificial intelligence dog. It's called uh, Dog E. Dog dash E. Dog dash E. Yeah, doggy, and and right now, Target, and Walmart can't keep them in stock because people oh, really? are snapping. Yes, I, okay. I'd almost imagine it's
1: free because it's just <laughs> like selling all of your information. Uh, oh, you know, while while
0: you're playing with it at home, it's yeah. Always I mean. Listening. The- it, it literally responds to when you pet it whenever you talk to it I mean it's like it's almost like it's almost like having a real dog and it costs as much as a real dog it's like 80 but, bucks oh my god for this well, thing. you
1: know they, they've been saying things like this for decades man At my age it was furbies they're the real yeah. thing they act as like you yeah, had what like was it nano pets um, yes yes ne pets or nano pets I can't remember um yeah they you don't say, have... it's so real you get to feed it in poops they yes
0: like, I don't know. It's crazy. You know, I mean, uh, honestly, yeah. I mean, some of the stuff is getting so high tech in, in, anymore. I, I, guess the, I
1: guess the alternative would be instead of having to give your dog like monthly flea meds, you just have to do a, a monthly
0: malware update or something. Yeah. That, yes, that's right. Exactly. And a lot of the technology, you know, just really. I mean, I, to be honest with you, I think I'm, I do pretty good with, with technology. except yeah, you're, you're surprisingly for your age. Well, yes, for my age, exactly. <laughs> yes, but, but you know what really gets me is when you get into these cars that are smarter than you are, and yeah. it's you know, I, we know we. I'm like, where do they put the cruise control on these cars nowadays? You know, and, yeah, and, and I like I like my old
1: school cars. I can fix my old school cars in my driveway if I need to. Yeah. I'm learning yeah. how to do this. It's not that hard uh, with the well, internet. Like it's it's really easy. But yeah, if it's going to be so new and high tech, I'm not going to be able to do that stuff. I like, I like my old cars. I know there's, yeah, like, oh, I mean like 2010, 2015, those are the years. It's not that yeah. old,
0: but right, it, it's, right. it's not so new that I can't fix it when it breaks. Right. Right. It's fun. Cause we were, when we were going to visit the school that uh, my son wanted to go check out when we mm. pulled in, they were having this open house thing. So when you pulled into the parking lot, here's the student standing outside with a QR code. And so it's like, do you have a parking pass? And it's like, no, he goes, well, here, just scan the QR code and you get a free parking pass. And you should have seen my wife try to operate her phone to bring up the camera to scan the QR code. <laughs> was,
1: yeah, I, was, I will say, it, embarrassingly, um, I, that, that is beyond me. I, I learned how to do this earlier this year. Thanks to Mrs. <laughs> Poncho. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you know, I, I'm yeah. actually not that far. And I'm pretty young. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm 32. Uh, yeah it was it was an, an
0: embarrassing moment for me. Luckily it, it was, was shared only between my wife and I. Yes so, so so I mean my wife has trouble just bringing the camera up on her phone so she can and she just go how do I scan it? What do I do? What do I push? You know. And and when she follows you no camera scan like that. That's all my issue was. Yes and so but when and of course when she's following Google the best part was you know she, you know she just she's a rule follower. She says I'm a rule follower. So mm-hmm. she just does it's whatever Google tells her to do, right? One time she had her, her Google Maps set for avoiding highways. And she couldn't <laughs> yeah, yeah. could understand why it took her three times longer to get somewhere because we never got <laughs> on a highway. Took to all the back roads, you know? So and, and that's the funny thing. And this kind of reminds me of this story where this delivery <laughs> driver had the same problem, okay? He's he's now facing charges because of his GPS directions, which led him right into the body of water while he's trying to deliver a Duncan order and up in Northeastern Massachusetts. So the, the <laughs> cops get around 1140 in the morning, this driver says that their vehicle had become disabled in a body of water in the woods. So when the authorities get there, they find this panicked driver who said that they were just following the GPS directions to an address in Middleton and it led them down a dirt road. And then somehow they ended up driving into a body of water. <laughs> all
1: right I, i'd like to imagine that that's the exact way the, the 911 call went like i've oh, become yeah. disabled in a body of water in the woods
0: help <laughs> me yes help me you know i don't know what to do my gps is telling me one thing so when the duncan he has the duncan order still in his hand the driver was still able to get out of the vehicle and actually walk to the nearby home and then they called for help but the cop said the officers found the vehicle down this dirt path it was still running and partially submerged in the water. Now, they're actually charging the driver with negligent operation of a motor vehicle. I think that's just a nice way of saying you're stupid. No, okay? <laughs> <Hello>, no, Ryan. Dordie <Yeah. laughs> said that they're actually requesting a suspension of a driver's license as well. Maybe just take away his phone and give him an actual printed roadmap. That might be a little bit better, you know. <laughs> but uh, I mean, don't, don't, don't call this driver an idiot quite yet, though. I mean, after all, I mean, he, he might have uh, thought he was, you know, delivering to Shrek or something, you know. Yeah, right. All right. Um,
1: or maybe he's like delivering an Eye of Newt out to uh, the, the Bruja
0: out on the, the uh, Boondocks or something. Wow. Um, I mean, do you not understand when you see water that you don't drive into it just because the GPS tells you to? There, there's
1: literally an episode of The Office that goes just, just like that, basically. Like, um, And that's kind of what it seems like. It almost seems like an episode out of a TV show uh, for that. yeah. I feel like in real life these things can't happen but they do is the thing yes um they do yes uh, stupid which, ha- um, I, i'd like to think that instead of this guy being stupid he's just like way too trusting um <laughs> <laughs> you know um and, and uh i don't know yeah I, well, you know it's, when, when we were in the hospital uh my wife had to trust me a lot i guess with the pictures because there was um a a lot of things hanging out i guess you know with with the newborn um yeah and so there are a couple pictures where like uh i I guess what you could call it tasteful nudity but like nothing was showing because there was a baby's head laying on the thing that you're supposed to be hiding and uh and, and so she had to kind of you know okay the pictures i sent out because some of them she's like oh man like you know the things are hanging out a little bit too much there i don't know they're like so, but you just take pictures. You're like, I got to capture the moment. Yeah. Well, uh, um, you know, uh, so, but like, I, I can't imagine, like if I accidentally, a couple of times, she's like, you didn't send that photo out to anyone, did you? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> only family. And she's like, okay, whatever. It's not that bad. <laughs> um, you know, it's not that bad. Um, <laughs> but, like, it come kind of maybe me laugh a little bit. We both got a kick, <laughs> um, but like, have you, so here's a question, this leads into my story. Have you ever accidentally sent someone a photo meant for your eyes only? Um, (laughs) This this is what a 27-year-old guy asked Reddit for advice after. He accidentally sent a nude photo of his wife to his entire family and hers. Uh, (laughs) They they just got married and were on their honeymoon. So uh, so I'm like, all right, how long did the marriage last? About two months. I don't know. He shared a bunch of pics from their trip, including one of her topless in a hot tub. Nice. Luckily, it wasn't that bad. Her back was turned so you couldn't see anything. But yeah. it was still racy, and some of her family members don't believe he sent it by mistake. Oh. Uh, I mean, yeah. is it is it weird to brag to your family uh, and, yeah. and to your, your mother and father-in-law about how hot yeah. your new wife is?
0: Yeah, but it's really, really sad that when you actually do legitimately make a mistake and they think that you did it on purpose.
1: I know, yeah. I guess that shares a little bit about how they think about you, right? Um, <laughs> so it's causing a lot of drama, I guess, apparently. I, I get why, right? Uh, most people on Reddit said that don't worry about it. It was their honeymoon, and the photo wasn't that racy. So it'll blow over. And I will say yeah. at least there, there was no, like – full frontal nudity, you know? Right, um, right, I've seen more butts going to my in-laws' house when they were watching the Discovery Channel, basically. I mean, uh-huh. there's like a year or two where every time I went over, with the Discovery Channel's on, and they play a yeah. Naked and Afraid show, basically on a loop. I saw yes. all kinds of butts that year. Um, yep, yep. And, uh, and and so, like, even if they, yeah, What it sounds like is there's no butt only back like yeah. it's not it's not that bad um yeah. thankfully you know uh, when, I, when i read the headline i was thinking like oh man that's uh-huh. like and that's why you don't take pictures like that you know you don't uh uh-huh. um, yep. it's just yep. the fact that google's probably got you know all of our information and everything uh, um of course of course so um, well th- this all the whole thing it got people talking about similar mistakes that they've made uh, one guy posted a photo of his topless wife looking out a window and didn't realize you could see her reflection in the glass. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Another woman uh, once took a photo of an intimate area to send to her doctor, and it automatically got backed up to a shared folder online. <laughs> uh yeah, isn't that a bitch, right? Um, and uh, another woman said she—not her—I'm talking about the situation. Actually, I should yeah. clarify that. Um, yeah, yeah, sharing sharing things automatically like that, like who I don't know. Um, <laughs> that, that, which I mean, that's that's pretty funny. Another woman said that she somehow posted a topless pic on Facebook eight years ago, and it still haunts her. Oh yes, um, cause- I, I wonder how many friend requests
0: she got after that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, when it's out people, there she doesn't know. Yes, yes. When, when when it's out there, it's out there. That's all I forever. can say. Yeah. Yeah. Forever, that's right. You know, I mean, really. I, I mean and, and the thing is, well, maybe they can't download it, but you can take a screenshot. I mean, come on, it's gonna be out there one way or the other. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you Snapchat know,
1: but, is not a way to get all, out of this stuff for sure.
0: Yes, absolutely. Well, yeah, I mean, definitely it's one thing to have a picture get out of an intimate area. It's another thing to have that intimate area injured uh, at a uh, theme park. Okay. And uh, if you thought maybe getting those those atomic wedgies as a kid was about as bad as it got because we used to really we would love to give kids wedgies in high school you know <laughs> i mean we, we i saw one kid literally had his underwear wrapped around the top of his head because <laughs> well,
1: when i look at like you you had like bug eyes this was a bit before high school but like it's basically like two magnifying glasses in front of yeah. your eyes Pretty much. You look like the you look like the kid that
0: would get the the mega oh, atomic wedgie. I, I I got my I got my share of wedgies. I will tell you that my glasses were so thick I was considered a fire hazard.
1: <laughs>
0: you know. <laughs> so, but this this really I think sounds a lot worse. And thankfully, since I'm a guy, it probably would not be as bad for me as it would for a girl. There's a woman in her early 30s, and she's suing Walt Disney World because she was on one of their water slides. That gave her an atomic wedgie so bad she had to be put in the hospital. Her name is Oh my gosh, Emma McGinnis is her name. She was on her thirtieth birthday trip with her family back in twenty nineteen. This happened. I don't know if you've been on this this uh, ride. It's a slide called Humunga Kawabunga. I don't know if you're. I've you're never sure seen, it's not.
1: You sure, sure it's not
0: Humunga? humunga. Like or something? I don't know. Yeah, Humonga Kawabunga. I've never I've never been on. I don't do the water slides and stuff. But I, I've been to Disney for a, a lot of times, but I've never seen this one. Yeah, Humunga Cowabunga, it's in the Typhoon Lagoon Water Park there at Walt Disney World, okay? But basically, it's uh, like a 240-foot slide with a five-story drop, okay? They usually make you cross your legs to avoid this sort of thing, but what this lawsuit says, it says Disney apparently made it clear, um, th- they did not make it clear how important it was for you to cross your legs because near the end of this uh, slide, this 240-foot slide, Emma briefly was got airborne and she hits the pool at the bottom so hard it literally gave her a life altering wedgie that damaged her internal organs. Now it sounds like this was a mostly a front wedgie situation if you're catching my drift here, okay? So and it wasn't it was bad enough that she actually needed surgery, okay? Now she wants Disney to be more upfront about the risks and maybe ban certain bathing suits that could, uh, you know, be wedgie prone. OK, she's seeking 50,000 bucks to cover the mental, physical anguish and hospital bills and a loss of earnings. Nothing like getting a front wedgie, getting to, going down a five story drop on a water slide when you're a female in one of those really tight bathing suits.
1: I know. I I, I, well, when I think about a life altering wedgie. That's, yes, that's just it's a series of words. I, I, ne- I never want to hear um, in yes. association with my name, at least, you know. Oh, yeah,
0: um, absolutely. You know, but I mean, I, th- I think
1: the only issue that would happen for a guy would be maybe your voice going up an octave or two uh, <laughs> for, for a few minutes afterwards. Or maybe yeah. something popping out the, the bottom yes. of your bathing suits before you got to pull
0: it down quickly or something, you know. Exactly. Exactly. But, man, I'll tell you, you know, some, some of those some of the bathing suits that the girls wear like this, you know, that could do some serious damage.
1: It, it could, I, I guess. There, there's a, a little bit of a benefit about having some loose hanging things down there that can, uh, <laughs> can you know, get out of the way. I guess if something happens, um, uh, that way. Um, yeah, I couldn't imagine, well, like uh, to go to the hospital for a wedgie. Um, yeah, yeah. And even uh, and
0: surgery. Even like, surgery. What? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, just imagine that how you've got to explain to people that you're in the hospital for surgery. What happened? Oh, well, I got a wedgie at Disney World,
1: right? I mean, I when you look at the, I mean, you know, you uh, Walt Disney, you know, about split me in two, I guess, would be uh, that, <laughs> actually, that might be taken a different way than, than what, um, oh. yeah,
0: well,
1: uh, uh, look. <laughs> I I I I guess I joke, but um th- that could have been and this this situation, if it worked, could possibly have caused a life altering wedgie for some poor woman out yes. there. Um <clears throat> there there's a personal uh trainer. And, and and I will say sometimes it's better to lead with the headline. Maybe I'll maybe I'll do that with this one because it's our big story uh, of the night, or I say big story. Um, it's our it's our penis-related story of the night.
0: No, um, no, no. What it is, it is your climax of the podcast.
1: It's the climax. I think it was right there for the take. Low-hanging fruit. So just, right. I, you know, I don't want to grab onto this low-hanging fruit. Um, yeah, uh, so headline here, and it's an attention-grabbing headline. <laughs> Personal trainer gets six-pound weight plate stuck on his manhood in bizarre attempts to make it bigger. Um, Mm -mm -mm. Yeah, so um, I guess (laughs) this is his attempt to be able to cause hospital-inducing, I guess, um, you
0: know,
1: experiences with women. Um, Yes. So the personal trainer, he was left with a weight... Plate stuck on his penis and in excruciating pain after a bizarre attempt to make his member bigger went horribly wrong. <laughs> it, 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 I feel like people should know this by now because, like, how many how many successful attempts do people have? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> versus, yes. like, versus unsuccessful. Infa- to, to,
0: well, I think you know. I just say this: uh, he was successful in getting it bigger. I think that was the objective. Uh, I'm not sure he left. <laughs> yeah. I I don't think he liked it being that big. You know what I'm (laughs) saying? That is true. Sometimes you get what you ask for, but not really what you (laughs) wanted. Um,
1: You're right. Um, (laughs) The the 24-year-old from (laughs) from India assumed he could transform his manhood in the same way as his biceps and and quads. As part of his DIY method, he inserted his flaccid penis through the hole of the metal plate weighing roughly 6.6 pounds. The man who wasn't uh, identified by doctors who shared his unusual case, proceeded to simulate himself to try and lift it up with his erect penis. In order to, so I guess he's like lift, trying to like lift weights with his junk, right? Uh, he ignored the mild pain and swelling he felt soon after his attempt began. Instead of, so is this like, I'm wondering, is this his first attempt or has he done this before? You know, um, <laughs> instead of quitting, he continued in excitement. Uh, mm-hmm. acqui- I'm sure the excitement was like, it's working. Um, <laughs> yeah. Right. Hey, according to an account published by medics in the journal, U- journal urology case reports, which we, I, we've had many a story from the urology case reports. I'm trying yes, to think. We, that we just need to subscribe to that. The, the you know, <laughs> yeah. But the, the UCR the, the, there. The, the,
0: yes, the picture version.
1: There's a picture version. Maybe a pop-up, you know, picture book. Of these <laughs> and um, and like we we'd have like unlimited content from from oh yes. penis-related injuries from them. We um, would. That's right they they wrote after some time we uh, when the intensity of pain and swelling increased in the penis he tried to remove the weight plate but couldn't do so he panicked oh. and decided to visit the doctor the man oh, who God. went to the hospital 12 hours after placing the weight on his penis was accompanied by unnamed relatives which oh. already right there you're like that is embarrassing okay uh, yeah so you got you got a you got to like fix a six picture from your honeymoon
0: right you got you've got a six and a half pound weight around your manhood and you're taking your relatives to the doctor because you can't get it off just imagine that, that scenario here the, the plus side is his penis
1: gained a lot of muscle mass that day um, <laughs> the, the urologist um, unfortunately it's all probably water weight you know what i mean you're all yes that's right his, his penis is being incarcerated Uh, So, like, it makes me almost think it's like handcuffs for his dick. Um, And and shared gruesome pictures of it swollen. Um, Again, if you're talking about words that you don't want to hear, gruesome uh, in the same sentence as penis is not something I want to hear uh, in that way. So, attempts to slide the plate off with a a pain-killing gel were unsuccessful. As were drug and... um, and uh, initial surgical efforts to reduce the swelling. The ah. Surgeons were eventually able to slide the plate off by trying another method to relieve his swelling. Um, I, I'm, I'm, like, afraid they had a drain, like right? Get, like, a needle and drain <laughs> some of the blood out. Like, oh, man, ah. that just sounds... Ah. Um, I guess they say drain the vein, right? The, that's, yes, um, yes. Well, he was discharged the next day. Penile incarceration, sometimes called strangulation, uh, is... <laughs> Is a medical emergency. Um, yeah, you know, I, I mean, penal incarceration—it's it, like sounds like what happens whenever your dick breaks the law. I guess um, <laughs> it typically occurs in patients with mental disorders or who <laughs> attempts to get sexually aroused. Um, yeah. people have used different methods such as tape, plastic bottles, rings, and uh, key rings to carry out the act. Doctors mm. have to uh, release the fact that you fit in a key ring. I'm like, what? Um, yeah. Doctors well, have to release the penis from the constricting object urgently to preserve blood vessels and body tissue.
0: Mm. What were you saying? Yeah, well, uh, Well, I was going to say some people even use doorknobs. Do- Doorknob <laughs> holes. I
1: remember, uh, yeah, we had a story like that. Um, yeah, like, if you're trying to spice things up, then uh, maybe maybe think uh, twice about about penile incarceration or penile <laughs> strangulation, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm sure that, like, that's probably, I'm sure that's a turn on for someone like, you know, Oh yeah. Strangulation. Like, I don't know. Um, so yeah, penis amputation is required in the most severe cases. So wow. if you decide to do something dumb, uh, like bite the bullet, bring your family, bring everyone along with you to the hospital. It's better than having, uh, you know, uh, the Lorena Bobbitt treatment. Um, now you know why it's called
0: choking the chicken though yeah well there you go there you go Mm -hmm. see so and he his chicken almost got choked pretty good that's uh Um, honestly though i mean people i mean it's like we see a hole and we see our pecker and we're going i wonder if this fits um, what, what crosses people's minds in situations like this, you know? But yeah, I mean, of course, you know, if he were, uh, could have been successful in, you know, being able to lift a six and a half pound weight with his manhood. I mean, who would you brag about it to?
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. Um, you know, I, I maybe, mean, maybe really, he's thinking that that there's actual, like, you know, uh, let like, 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 you can build muscle tissue. You know, like, like, oh, I've uh, got, I've got slow and fast twitch muscles down there. You know, um, <laughs> man. Yeah, I don't, well, I don't know how that works? I don't, I don't know how that
0: works. No, don't think so. I don't think so. Well, fortunately, we've not gotten any ask Poncho questions on how to get out of situations like this. And of course, I'd be interested to hear your comments on things like that if we did. But <laughs> we, we do have something here in our Ask Poncho section. Where we've got a few folks asking questions, and this might be something that you might be able to provide some experience on now that you've got a a couple uh, of your own. Um, We've got a girl here writing, uh, Nina, who's uh, got a problem with her kid that cries when anybody leaves their house. We've had situations like this, okay? So she's asking, my daughter is three years old. She loves having company. She loves it so much that when they leave, whether it's her friend or mine, she cries because she misses them. And I'm able to soothe her. And it's so cute how, you know, she misses them. But I also worry she might have some attachment issues.
1: <laughs> I, I, she's, a, dude, she's a toddler. I mean, my, the, the thing that, like, gets me nuts sometimes, my son loves to play. He can play all day. And, and it doesn't course. matter if he's playing for five minutes or an hour or five hours, he's going right. to throw the biggest fit. The moment it ends, it's just what <laughs> toddlers do. It's a, like right. almost to the point where like, I'm like, sometimes I'm like, I don't really want to play with you because I know that eventually we're going to have to eat dinner and then you're going to yep. throw the biggest fit. And then I'm going to be pissed and you're going to get <laughs> over it and I'll be mad the rest of the night. And like mm-hmm. it's just it's what toddlers do, so I wouldn't worry too much about it. Um, I mean, she loves people, right? She's a people person, so I guess you could you've yeah. learned something about your daughter. But sure, I mean, uh, you know, it, I think it's normal for kids to, to get down and feel sad when they leave places. Like you know, if you go visit the grandparents and you're out for a week somewhere, I would always feel down. Like I'd feel sad and stuff leaving whatever but um like uh, it's 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 a normal thing it's a good thing i i still feel nostalgic when i come home from a week-long vacation somewhere um because sure. you, know, you you gotta live like a different life for a week and then you come back and you're like man it's the same old same old again um this yeah. is really fun about you know being able to kind of do that but um yeah no it's uh, the, I, I can say the same thing about my son anytime he's experiencing anything good and if there's yeah. anything good, he wants it to last forever. And if it doesn't, the moment it ends, it's a big fit. And uh-huh. it's, just, it's just what happens.
0: Yeah. Let them throw their fit and let them go. Or, you know, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I mean, if,
1: if he's going to throw a fit that big, then I'm going to send him to his room until he can <laughs> calm down. Because he needs a timeout to calm down. And I need a timeout to not get pushed past the uh, limit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. or the breaking point maybe is is a better word there. Exactly, um, and he comes down after a few minutes, you know, and and it's good. and we tell him this isn't how we act, or I, I tell him we don't cry for silly reasons. Um, this is a silly reason. Uh, but, you know, so the it's, thing about- is, it, 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 it comes with the age. It's just an age thing. It's yeah. Just what well,
0: do. and, and you know, the thing is, she's concerned about attachment issues. But still, that's still part of the kid's personality. And maybe that kid's got that kind of a knack that they're very attached and, you know, this kind of thing. So that's not necessarily a bad yeah. thing.
1: If, if your daughter doesn't cry because it's time for dinner and she can't play uh, with her toys a little bit longer, but this is when she cries, then. You know, maybe this is a difference between like a boy and a girl or something. Yeah. My, my son will take one bite of food and then try to run all around the house yeah. for two minutes. And then he'll take one more bite of food, get up from the table and run all around the house for three minutes. And, yep. and it'll take an, an, an hour and a half to eat dinner that he complains about the whole time. Um, <laughs> you know, so this is like we tr- I try to make him sit down. Uh, you know, he, he gets in trouble for this all the time when it comes yeah. to complaining and throwing fits and not eating. It's just like it's what a toddler does, and and you know I can't really state from having a daughter, yeah. But um, I mean you know it's it, yeah, it's probably part of their personality, but I think it's normal. Sure. They will learn, and it's your job to kind of teach them what is it yeah. you know okay and not okay to to be upset about or to yeah. you know h- how to cope and handle those things. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's not going to be the first time she or, or the last time that she has to say goodbye or that she's going to be uncomfortable or unhappy about something. So uh, she'll wow. learn it over time. Yeah. Especially when she has a boyfriend. Yeah. I know, right? Um, well, I've got one more here. It says, "Help! my wife wants to adopt a stray pit bull. Um, you know, I don't have to read your story because I, I already know that the answer, the correct answer is no. Um, <laughs> but he, he says, uh, my family came home from a day out over the weekend to find a stray dog in our backyard. We fed it and kept it until my wife took it to a shelter. The dog checked out, and now she wants to keep it. She's an animal lover, so I knew this was going to happen. The problem is the dog is a pit bull mix, and we have young children. I'm worried about the uh, uh, pit's aggressive nature. My wife says that he is sweet and that the owners uh, make pit bulls mean because of the way they train them. I'm Hmm. not so sure I agree. Hmm. She says the dog is a sweetheart. How do we even know? Would you take him in if you were us? Um, are my concerns about the pitbulls' behavior valid yeah so mm. some people love and some people hate pit bulls it seems to be very few people in the middle yeah and, and I think I think I'm in the middle with it I tend to not I'm not really a fan I wouldn't get a pit bull myself I, I, I like working dogs um, <laughs> like I, like I've got a, a Shetland sheepdog uh, my sheepdog is great he's super smart he is right by my side Um, and, and I don't have to like, you know, uh, put him on a leash. And if he's in, out in the yard, he's not going to run off or anything. Right. But, uh, I, I, so I've seen good pit bulls. I've seen bad pit bulls. Um, my neighbor next door, I will say she's got a good pit bull. If she ever gets out, she stays in the yard. I mean, she does not leave the yard. Uh, and she's very well trained. She's very gentle. She's sweet. I trust that dog completely. Um, and, uh, and I mean, honestly, yeah, she's better trained than, than our sheepdog. Wow. Uh, and I guess I can tell that the owners probably put a lot of time into it. Um, but I've also seen other dogs that like they run up and and uh, there's a story from like oh gosh a year or two ago, we're going on a walk in our neighborhood and uh, my wife's got like we got the dog out on a little harness and um, our sheepdog, she's got my my first son he's small in a little bike being pushed around and this big pit bull kind of comes running up he must have gotten out of someone's backyard or something and uh, I know I it's like so my dog's not fixed. Uh, He's packing back there. And I noticed that this dog's got two giant, you know, balls hanging from the back. And (laughs) and so already I'm thinking like, all right, both these guys are packing. So there could be some kind of dominance thing that happens. And also my dog's currently on a leash and the other isn't. And that could also create some weird power balance, domination kind of, you know, alpha behavior. And all of a sudden you get this low growl coming from this pit bull. And my wife starts to panic. Like she's thinking like, oh my gosh. So like, She kind of, like, you know, my my mom and dad were there, actually. So she, like, you know, sends my my son to my my parents. So they're, like, trying to push him on the cart, not not running, because I could trigger another dog's instincts there. But it's, like, to walk a little faster away. My wife tries to pick my dog up frantically. I'm just, like, sitting there watching the whole thing happen. Like, What? Like, I just, you know, and uh, she's so frantic trying to pick my dog up that, like, he somehow slips out of the harness completely. Uh, and, uh, I'm looking around. My dog's like, uh, my, my wife's worried about the dog. And, and so I'm like, um, and so I just go down and I pick up this pit bull and just scoop him up in both hands. And the dog immediately, I don't know if it's just like, it just threw him off. Maybe he was relatively friendly anyways. Or maybe, maybe I just, like, demonstrated alpha strength in that yeah. moment. I don't know. Yeah. I just scooped this guy up, and, like, my whole family's looking at me like I'm crazy. Like, they can't <laughs> believe what I just did. The dog calms right down. Um, I just told them, keep walking. I let them get to the end of the street, and then I put this dog down, and I just walk, you know, my, my you know back th- towards them, I guess, um, and the dog doesn't follow. Um, like, I don't know. You, you don't know what you're going to get with a pit bull sometimes. You just don't, especially when it's a, a stray. You don't know the history that that dog's had. Yeah. Um they might be good. They may not be. I don't know. The question is, do you want a pit bull? Do you want to be a pit bull family? Um I've yeah, got friends I'm, that are. I've got friends that aren't.
0: Yeah, I mean if I if I were to get a pit bull, I would want to raise him from a puppy. So that way yeah. I knew how that dog was raised. Same, same. That's
1: why we did a yeah. cheap dog. And he, I mean he's not aggressive at all, but um but like any dog, I'd want to raise him from a pup. It just sure. more rewarding, I think. Yeah, I mean,
0: yeah, yeah, right. Because um, you don't know what sort of things you're getting if you get a dog that's especially a stray. You don't know whether it's been abused, and that could really affect them. You know, who knows? Mm-hmm. So yeah. they, I,
1: I think they can be very sweet, but also they pimples are, like, all muscle. I mean, those are strong dogs. And so they either, A, may not really know their own strength, or B, like, even if there is just that, like, that little like, um, base instinct kind of thing that's there. If there is a moment where they, they have that snap or that little instinct come out, they're so strong that they could do a lot of damage. Um, I say this thing, I, I completely trust my neighbor's pit bull, but any other time there's a pit bull walking by or, you know, some something you don't know, my wife immediately, she, like, looks at me, she's like, or she either picks up or asks me to pick the, our dog up. Yeah. Because um, sheepdog, our sheepdog's only, like, 20 pounds. He acts and looks like a big dog, but um, he's only 20 pounds. He's yeah. pretty gentle, so he's not going to do anything in a fight like that, so... Sure, um, sure. He'll try well, to fend himself off a little bit, but a pit is so big. Yeah. Or, or so muscular, at least. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, just like, you know, you never know what you're going to get with a pit ball, It's kind of like playing. You never know what you're going to get sometimes, right? I knew you were going to. I knew that's where you're going with that. <laughs> you, you, you've done this enough times. You can almost predict my transitions, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Hey! Baby, it's a stupid word
0: hey, Don't forget to rate and review the podcast with a five-star rating because I pick five-star stupidity. If your review is stupid enough, I just may feature it on an upcoming episode. Rating and reviewing helps the podcast to show up prominently in searches uh, that you, you know folks are searching for stupidity anyway and please share the podcast on your social media so you're not stingy with your stupidity and don't forget click that subscribe button too so you don't miss any new stupid episodes you can also avoid any annoying buffering whenever you're in crappy cell or wi-fi coverage by downloading each episode and i recommend using the podcast addict app for optimum performance it's free at your app store but there are two types of paid versions as well and by the way, I myself have already made one of the paid versions and still love it. This is just one of the two feeds that you get every week, of course. The midweek bonus episode features the Insane Weekend Review and the Genius Awards for the more stupendous stupidity is also included. The weekend episode always features Pancho Aguero, my insane Florida nephew, and... Where Pancho will also answer your questions with his sage wisdom. Ask Pancho about anything. Test your skills against Pancho with the Insane Game Show. And if you download the Telegram Messenger app, you can also join the Insane Eric Lane Stupid World channel. Read the articles from each of the episodes' stupidity. Comment about what you've read share the articles with your friends. You can also post comments or suggestions about the podcast, too. So, get a preview and a link to download Telegram Messenger at t.me slash Lane. That's t.me slash insane e-r-i-k-l-a-n-e The app is available free in desktop or mobile versions for Windows, Linux, Android, or Apple. And don't forget, follow me using the handle at Lane on Facebook or Twitter and visit my website At insaneericlane.com.
1: Are we going to be throwing this intern in on the insane games?
0: You know, that would be even fun. Maybe I get two people guessing on the insane game, you know? (laughs) Right. That would be really, and it would be maybe the intern versus
1: you man i you know i that's gonna either go really well for me or i'm gonna embarrass myself
0: horribly well you never know i mean you've got all these years of, of practice you know that you've kind of got you kind of know what to expect you know the you're yeah, in you're I, in I feel, t- like, I feel like it hasn't
1: done me any good
0: well but you're you're in tune with the vibe here you know so i mean mm-hmm. who knows mm-hmm. you know well what, what do you feel in tune with to get started with to kick things off here oh man Let, let's go ahead and get golf course and rehab out of the way let's just get this out of the way all right this is the one that can really throw you sometimes you do you surprise yourself you do pretty good on this year so maybe who knows and again you know you have to it's a, it's a very fine line of discernment on knowing whether or not this business is either a golf course or a rehab so here's your first business they're located in lawson missouri it's called hidden valley hidden valley um all
1: right, Hidden Valley, uh, like the ranch. I, I think this is, this is a good place to, to
0: stow away for uh, sobering up. I think it's mm. a rehab. Uh, well, you can't stow away there as well, <clears throat> but you're going to be playing golf in the Hidden Valley. <laughs> See? That's the tricky part, all right? Well, how about, here's one that it's called... Uh, Hickory House in Greenfield, Indiana. Hickory House.
1: I mean, this sounds like a, a steakhouse, um, but I, I think it's gonna be a rehab.
0: Uh hickory. I like I like the smell of old hickory too, if I actually come think of yeah. it, you know? So yeah. Well uh, it actually is a rehab. And in, indeed. So and that's never that's heard that's of good. someone playing golf in a house. Well, that's true. That's true. That's a good point. Well, how about this? Uh, this is in Deerfield Beach, Florida. I'm not sure how far away that is from where you are. But uh, this, business, you. Yeah, it, it, this business is called Crystal Lake.
1: Crystal Lake. Um, well, I know Crystal Lake. And um, I'm going to say that Crystal Lake is... I'm gonna say it's a golf course.
0: Yeah, you know, Crystal Lake can be so so serene. You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah, almost like a rehab. So yeah. Oh man, I wonder that would be a beautiful place to play golf. Somewhere it would be. It would be. That's the whole point. All right. Well, here's one in Staten Island, New York. It's called Silver Lake instead of Crystal Lake. It's Silver Silver Lake. Lake. Well, you
1: know, I I can't be wrong about them. It's a golf course. You still think it's a golf
0: course? Well it, well, you're making me <laughs> doubt myself. It actually gonna it's gonna be a golf course. See, that's just how tricky these things can be. All right, your last one, Sunrise Place in Norfolk, Nebraska. I, I, well, this has to be a rehab, I think.
1: I mean, it it's, sounds like, know,
0: like "Morning in America" or something like that. So yeah, sunrise place. It's a new day in Ooh. Norfolk, Nebraska. Hey, look, three out of five.
1: I'm keeping my head above water. That's all I asked for. With with uh, you did I'm three out of, three of five. Vietnam. You
0: did you did very good on that. All right, well, you, you, you kind of started off on a good good note. You feel confident about something else? Yeah. Well, let's go uh, steakhouse or gay bar. Well, we'll go to the Steakhouse or Gay Bar. These businesses, I'll give you the names. You tell me whether you think it's a gay bar or a steakhouse. Your first business is Jay's Lounge in Wichita, Kansas. Jay's Lounge. Um, Yeah, if it's a
1: lounge, I'm going to say it's a gay bar.
0: Yeah, if you're lounging with Jay, you're probably going to a yeah. gay bar. Yeah, exactly. I, well, I, I
1: think the the J is probably more of a a a J sound on that one. Uh uh-huh, Uh huh. Yes, or, or like exactly. A, like you might as well call it Gay's
0: Lounge as well. Yeah, I mean. yeah. <laughs> well, you can go from you can go from Jay's Lounge to Bobby's Place in New Britain, Connecticut. <laughs> What's the difference?
1: Oh man, Bobby's place. Um, all right, Jay's Lounge, Bobby's place. Uh, I, mean, I yeah, Bobby's place. I'm gonna say it's a steakhouse.
0: Yeah, but Bobby actually is. Uh, he's got steaks on the grill. Yeah, it's a steak that he's got actually there. It's a. It's an actual gay bar. <laughs> so, I should change my answer. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Oh yeah. Well, how about Stony River in Louisville, Kentucky? Uh Stony River. I, well, I'll say steakhouse. Well, at least you got the stones to say that. Uh, it yeah. is a steakhouse. All right. So far, so good. Uh, here's one in Davenport, Iowa called Mary's on Second. Uh, Mary's on Second. Well, <laughs>
1: I mean, Hamburger Mary's was a gay bar that <laughs> I still can't live down.
0: Um, I'm going to say, you know, I'm going to say steakhouse. This. Mary actually is on second. I'm not sure what. It is a gay bar. So oh, believe I
1: believe yes. it. Mary's on second base. She's on know? second
0: base. There Mary's you go. On none
1: of the bases, I guess. There. Yeah. Um, All right. Gay bar.
0: Well, your last one here is in St. Louis, Missouri called twisted tree, twisted tree. Um, man, these are, these are tough ones today. I'm going to say steakhouse. Twisted tree actually is a steakhouse, and of course, I thought of a twisted tree. If you're trying to lift a six and a half pound gym weight, you get a twisted <laughs> yeah. tree.
1: Maybe, maybe that's the the grotesque uh, ad, <laughs> like adjective that they were referencing. That's right. <laughs> okay.
0: All right. Not too bad on that one. Okay. So, uh, what else do you feel confident to take on? Oh man. Um, well, let's let's do uh, strip clover daycare. Strip club or daycare. All right. I like some of the names in here. We have a couple here in Memphis, Tennessee. We'll just start in Memphis for the first two. Your first one is called The Pony. The Pony. Um,
1: Yeah, you ride a pony. You jump on a pony. I think it's going to be a strip club
0: mmm well, you actually nailed that. there we go. <laughs> so it is indeed a strip you know what does it save a horse ride a cowboy? Is that how that 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 song goes so uh,
1: yeah. all right. <laughs> That's, all right.
0: That's all right. Staying in Memphis, Tennessee, this is called Candyland. Candyland um, candyland Oh man, this is tough. Um, it's tough,
1: tough because like what what parent is gonna want to send their kids? Too this is is, I I would I would I would say differently if I didn't have kids. If I mention the word candy, then that's already going to send my my son into like I don't know some kind of fit about why he's not going to be getting candy right now. (laughs) And this might be some roundabout logic, but if you say, "Oh, we're going to bring into Candyland," that is false advertising, and that is a tantrum waiting to happen when he finds out it's really a daycare. So I I think that. When you are, uh, you know, going to what, like Peppermint Palace. And I, I think that, you know, Peppermint <laughs> Palace probably has a lot of Peppermint
0: concubines there
1: uh, I think strip
0: club. Uh, yeah, well, it's a definitely a sweet place to be. It is a strip club. <laughs> that is exactly right. So don't have to worry about having any tantrums. Although you may, you know, get to some guys giving tantrums if they have to leave and their wife is calling them <laughs> or something. So, all right. Well, how about this? This is in Lutz, Florida. It's called Sandy's. Sandy's. Um, oh,
1: man, this stuff. Um, yeah, this to go either way. There's nothing that jumps out as any, anyway, one way or the other. Um, but, you know, we haven't had any daycares. I'm going to say it's a daycare.
0: So you're just going to kind of go with the, the odds, basically. You've had two I'm, strip I'm going, clubs. I'm, I'm flipping a coin here. I'm going with the odds. All right, well, it is a daycare indeed. So down there in Lutz, Florida. All right. How about up into Portland, Maine, where it's called Our Place? Our place. Um
1: O-U-R. It is H O U R. H-O-U-R. Oh well Our. that changes everything. Yeah, no, this is a strip club. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That, of
0: course, spelling is everything.
1: Uh, <laughs> some of the guys there, I'm sure, you know, you might as well call it three minute place instead. Yes.
0: Well, that's right. That's right. All right. Okay. And I think this is the most unique one yet. Okay. It's in Las Vegas, Nevada. This business is called Play It Again, Sam's.
1: Play It Again. Sam. I don't know anyone that's going to be bringing their kids to a place called Play It Again, Sam's so it's definitely going to be a strip club <laughs>
0: <laughs> definitely got that strip club sound to it that's right I know and, uh, they're playing again but it isn't for kids i can tell yes that. that's right i right. did pretty well on that one all right so that leaves us with porn star or weatherman so i'll give you an entertainer's name you tell me if that entertainer you think could be a porn star or a weatherman you're First entertainer is Keith Thompson. Keith Thompson. Um, I'm going to say that this is a weatherman. Uh, Keith Thompson with the weather. It, 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 he is a weatherman in Portage, Michigan. All right, not too bad. How about uh, Royal Norman? <laughs> royal, you know, I, Royal. Like,
1: I, royal is a name that only a weatherman could have these days. <laughs> so I, I think this is
0: a weatherman for sure. Uh, older he's guy, probably older gentleman. I was gonna say he's probably a 65-year-old weatherman too. Yeah. Know? He's in Phoenix, Arizona. He, weatherman he could there. He's retired, but he just loves the job. Yes, there you go. All right. Well, so far so good. How about Lexington Steele? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. This makes you think of like Leslie Nielsen's character from the movie Spy Hard, where I think <laughs> his name was his name was Dick Steele. Yes. Um, uh, yeah, it's a a porn star. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> Lexington. Yes. Yeah. You might also call him Sexington. Yes, Sexington Steel. I like that. Uh, All right,
0: here's here's one. Uh, uh, this entertainer's name is Steve Knight. Steve Knight.
1: Uh, is it K-N-I-G-H-T?
0: It, it, it is a K-N-I-G-H-T. That's correct. Oh,
1: man. That is... Um, that is tough. But, you know, I, I, if it was Steven Knight, I think that would be Weatherman. But I think Steve Knight is, is going to be um, almost your knight in shining armor if you mm. wanted to, you know, post your, uh, you know, your, your uh, I guess what, <laughs> knight of affection on Pornhub uh, afterwards.
0: Uh huh. <laughs> so you think he is a porn star, huh? Yeah, yeah. Steve, Steve Knight. Uh, he is a Weatherman in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, Whoa. believe. <laughs> so, yeah, well, if, if that didn't stop you, how about Tyler Knight? Tyler Knight. I, well, okay. Tyler is a
1: giveaway for sure. I'm assuming it's the same spelling of Knight. It is. Name like Tyler, it's a porn star.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that you are correct. That's
1: good. Tyler Knight. Yeah, I don't need any
0: bells to know I'm right on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's just a pairing of the words, you know. I think that's what really makes or breaks it right there, you know. So, Well, we've got some great headlines here for fake news or Florida. You tell me whether these are true Florida stories or if they are fake news, okay? You do pretty well on this, except last week we threw you a few curveballs. But here's our first headline, a safety harbor man was arrested for burglary after breaking into a home, cooking breakfast, and telling the homeowner to go back to sleep.
1: <laughs> I like that. Yeah, go back to bed. This isn't happening. Um,
0: yeah, It's Florida. <laughs> Without a doubt. Absolutely. Back to Florida and go back to sleep. All right. Your next headline. A Dade County pr- prosecutor got a, a DUI three hours after winning a DUI conviction against a suspect I like that but uh, I, uh, I, I think this sounds like fake news to me just a little too per- per- too particular you think too, too perfect yeah yeah too it is inexplainable in- I guess yeah. yes indeed fake news all right that's good how about this one a Pensacola mother was arrested for drug possession at the back of the at, at a back-to- school night after a bag of meth fell out of her purse. I'm going to say fake news. Mm, Yeah, it is indeed fake news. However, there was a story I did read in one of the other episodes about a teacher who had her cocaine in her little hair scrunchie that was zipped up in a pouch. So... (laughs) That was true, but no, just in case, this was fake news. All right, how about this one here? If
1: you're you're a teacher, you're much more of a Coke, not a meth
0: kind of person. Well, this is true. Well, this one, I have a feeling I know where you're going to go with this. A Tallahassee. Yeah, right, right. Here's one A Tallahassee dog walker lost his license after two yellow labs tested positive for marijuana. No, this is fake news. Yeah, because it it seems like every dog walker always ends up being fake news. Yeah, this is true. They like to
1: throw those in there. No one tests a dog for for drugs unless, I don't know, Like they suspect foul
0: play and the dog's dead or something. I don't know. Yeah, right, right. All right. Well, here's one. A Bradenton man was arrested for assault after hitting a mechanic with a golf club because he wasn't fixing his car fast enough. Yeah, that's Florida. ah yes that's right and then he was probably late for a golf game at a golf course or a rehab or something i'm not sure so (laughs) yeah so as usual you sail right through that most of the time so uh that's uh, kind of your specialty, you know, because you live to see that day to day. It'd be interesting to see how the intern does on the fake news of Florida. See, I think that's oh, yeah. where you I bury know. it. You the, know? the
1: one qualification I have for this podcast is that I just I get to be your Florida correspondent. Yeah, that's it.
0: Yeah, you see it firsthand. There you go. So <laughs> that's, so, how that's much, right. so so how much longer on, on paternity leave?
1: Oh, my goodness. Um, I mean, around 12 weeks. But oh, my gosh. I, I may, I, yeah, I know. It's wild. Um, Are you going to be, be able to make back. it? <laughs> yeah. I, I have to create jobs for myself. Um, I might be going back at the end of the month. We'll see. Or at the beginning of the next. It depends yeah. on coverage. So I can if see you coverage, now. That's it. If not, then I will be taking a, a hiatus. And going back into paternity leave in the January in 2020. Ah, so yeah, yeah. Well, well, see. well, we'll see.
0: I mean, I, I can see you get you know getting stir crazy to the point you're calling your job and say, please give me my job back. I'm going crazy. Me back. It's I'll take a pay cut anything. <laughs> Man. So, well, enjoy your, your time uh, with uh, getting all the various things done and, uh, you know, putting together furniture and getting baby pictures taken and, all that stuff so that you can really enjoy you know doing a man's work by going to going to your job yes <laughs> manly
1: hey, hey, stupid world
0: dum, dum, da, dum, dum. you can really get up close and personal by interacting with the podcast and get the real time updates and a little of the uh, articles from the stupid stories that you hear when you join Insane Eric Lane's Stupid World Telegram channel. I'll be posting links to the stories that I read here on the episodes. You're able to read the actual articles, see the pictures, look at the videos, make comments about what you have actually seen or read or even heard about, and even share some of your own stupid stories with uh, everybody in the community. Visit t.me slash insaneeriklane. That's t.me slash insane, E-R-I-K-L-A-N-E. You get a preview of the channel, and there's also an opportunity to just download the the Telegram Messenger right there from the preview channel right to your device, desktop or mobile for Windows, Linux, Android, or Apple. And also you can interact with me as well on social media. Follow me at insaneeriklane on Facebook or Twitter or visit the website at InsaneEricLane.com. Insane Eric Lane's Stupid World is produced with the support from Mr. Laughs Comedy and Large Media, Wise Brother Media, Universal Comedy Network, and Envision Wise LLC and AmeriCountry.com. Theme music, It's a Great Big Stupid World, is written and performed by Randy Stonehill. Copyright 1992, Stonehillian Music, Word Music, Twitch and Vibes music, and is available wherever you download your music. Insane Eric Lane's Stupid World is distributed by Spotify for podcasters. Record your podcast as easy as talking on your phone. And have it distributed to all major podcast platforms. The editing and music library are all at your fingertips with Spotify for Podcasters. Download the app from your favorite App Store.